0: This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Every Pokemon trainer knows the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. This is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game, to the anime, to new concepts. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at pokedexradio.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. My name is Austin. I am your host. I want to thank you very much for listening uh, in today. Uh, if you'd like to contact me, you can always email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com or leave a comment on our Facebook as well. Uh, links to everything in today's um, for today's show in, uh, is can be found at pokedexradio.com slash 42 because today is the 42nd episode, of course. Uh, Today we're actually going to be talking about the new Pokemon X and Y games, a little bit about EA and their relationship with Nintendo, and also about a uh, possible sequel to the Pokemon Conquest games. But um, that's pretty much how we're going to do the show today. We're not going to have it like news than a main topic. Everything is pretty much going to be the main topic of discussion today until we get to the uh, the Pokemon of the episode, Uh, and then um, that'll be it. So let's get into starting the show right after this. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios. They have over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, or Kindle. Again, please visit audibletrial.com slash flashlightstudios to support the show. Now, the first topic I want to talk about today is about uh, EA, Electronic Arts, uh, and their relationship with uh, Nintendo. They have uh, recently mentioned... I'm looking at an article here from The Verge. They recently mentioned that uh, they will—they don't have any games in development uh, for the Wii U, and they have also mentioned that they more than likely will not be. um, What's the word? Developing. Let's put it that way. Any games uh, for the Wii U at all? Now, this is um, okay. Now, this is you know kind of a two-sided. I have two sides to this story. First of all. Um, like a a few people out there, I'm not a big fan of EA. Yes, they make good games, but their, um, their, their business concept and their business model is, isn't exactly very good. Their practices really, really aren't great. Like their, their freemium model that they do and they, where they put out a free game and then you have to pay for all the extra crap in the game. Don't like it too much, excuse me, but, um, I really don't like it too much, um, but honestly, they're they're just a bad company, and honestly, they're getting much worse. And now that they're not making any games for Nintendo or for the Nintendo Wii U, I mean, can be a good and a bad thing already. Where you we know Nintendo's having a bit, a bit of problems already. The Nintendo Wii U, at least what I've seen, hasn't really been selling that much. And if if you want any of these other games, you would have to go to a a, a different console like the PlayStation or the Xbox. Uh, and now we're seeing, you know, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One coming out soon, and we already have the Wii U. So, uh, but honestly, what we come to Nintendo for are the staple games that we know, are the uh, the first-party games, or the ones that are the exclusive games that we come to Nintendo for, uh, like, obviously, Pokemon, like Mario, like Zelda, um, and and some of the other games that are exclusive only to Nintendo, and uh, they're first-party games. So, if you want to, if you want to be able to play these other games, they're pretty much only going to be developing these games for the PlayStation and the Xbox. Now, yes, Xbox has their own exclusive games that they have, like the Halo franchise um, and other games uh, similar to that. Or PlayStation has their God of War games and other and other games that are exclusive only to PlayStation um, and Nintendo they're really, really riding on their exclusive first-party games. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call Pokemon a first-party game, because they are developed, they're not developed by Nintendo, uh, they're developed by uh, the Pokemon company Game Freak. Um, so, where was I going with this? So yeah, this is kind of a, uh, not a bad thing, not a good thing for Nintendo, but we'll see where this where this leads, because Nintendo's Wii U really isn't selling that well they're trying to come they're trying to advertise to a different type of market a more all-around uh, uh, average gamer or somebody who really doesn't play video games at all of course with their staple core games like Mario like Zelda like Pokemon they try to aim really at just the people who want to play these games like like us we we play the Pokemon games um, me personally I like the Legend of Zelda games even though I haven't really played through them too much um, but I am a big fan of the games and I've played through a couple of a uh, couple of them all the way through and other games like Mario I'm not a biggest fan of Mario at all but you know if you put a Mario game in front of me I'm probably going to play for play it for a little while and the same thing when it comes to the Xbox. I'm a big fan of the Halo series. Uh, I haven't uh, purchased or played through Halo 4 yet, um, but I'm planning on it sometime soon. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that I'll be able to get the game sometime soon because I just haven't had time to really play many video games. Especially now, I'm actually trying to go through the uh, All-Region Challenge, which we'll talk about later anyways. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's what's going on with EA and Nintendo right now. So we'll we'll see what happens in the future with this. Uh, honestly, I, I really don't know what, what to say about this, what uh, what to predict with this, but we'll we'll figure it out in the future. Uh, next in the news is uh, a couple of downloadable content dungeons for Europe for the uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, Gates to Infinity game. Now I already mentioned uh, these dungeons already came out for the US version of the game, and I want to say the Australian one as well. I don't remember, you're going to have to go back to listen to those episodes when I talked about this, but... Uh, the same uh, dungeons that came out for at least the American version are also now available to, for download in Europe for the Mystery Dungeon Gates to Infinity game. Now, these uh, dungeons are the Poke Forest, Ivy Park, Scal- Scalchop Beach, Pika Land, Mount Travail, and Skill Treasury. Now, um, the Poke Forest for Europe is free of charge until June 21st, so there's another month. Uh, after June 21st, it's going to cost uh, uh, £1. and well, one pound 50. I don't know the currency over there. Excuse me. Um, so, uh, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say 50 cents cause I don't know if that's what they Oh, what That's what we would call it anyways. Um, and the Ivy park, uh, Ivy park, scalp chop beach, Pika land, all cost, uh, one pound 39 Mount travail and skill treasury both cost one pound 79. So I don't exactly know the currency exchange from there to here, I think it's like a, that for for us would be a couple of dollars, uh, at least here in the US, but anyways, these will be available, Uh, these are available now, Uh, the Pokeforest is free of charge until June 21st, so if you have this game, or if you're planning on buying this game, I'd suggest get it before you have to pay uh, to download the um, Pokeforest dungeon, so uh, that is, uh, that's that, now, before we get into the the normal main topic of today's show, one last little article here is a is about the Pokemon Conquest game. Now those of you who don't know about Pokemon Conquest is a pretty much a, a mashup of two different games, of the Pokemon game, of course, and a game called Nobunaga's Ambition. I don't really know much about Nobunaga's Ambition or the Pokemon Conquest game at all, but we might be seeing a sequel. There have been hints, um uh towards a sequel for this game because uh because according to the senior vice president of the uh, company that developed uh, that collaborated uh, with po- with uh, Nobunaga's ambition, the company who creates that game or develops that game, excuse me, uh, senior vice president uh, of Tecmo Koei, that's the company's name, Tecmo Koei. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name though, but he had hinted that there's a lot of unfinished material um, for uh, from the Pokemon Quest for the game Pokemon Conquest, so we might be seeing a little bit more with this game. We might see a, a sequel. Uh, it's only hinted at it now, so if we're see if we seeing something soon, I don't know, possibly by the end of the year, possibly sometime early next year, I don't know. We'll see, and I'll let you guys know as the news comes through. But today, the main topic I really want to talk about are the Pokemon X and Y games. I know I'm a little bit late with this, and um, but before we get started, I just really want to go over something really fast. Um, I was reading an article on Bulbapedia about the um, about the uh, the legends and the lore from uh, the Pokemon X and Y games. And I have an unpublished episode from back in January. I wish I, I probably should have queued it up so I can play some of it. Um, but I through January, I didn't record anything, I don't believe. Yeah, I didn't record anything. I think it was through January and part of February. I didn't record anything at all uh, for Pokedex Radio. But I'm, I, didn't, I didn't publish anything. But I did record an episode talking about the uh, Pokemon X and Y uh, legendary Pokemon, the um, uh, Eveltal and uh, the other one that I can't think of his name right now, <clears throat> and, uh, and Xerneas. And Xerneas, the, uh, the X-Pokemon, looks like, let me see, what, what, did I, what did I say before? If you've ever seen the movie uh, Snow White and the Huntsman, uh, majority of the way through the movie, uh, the Kristen Stewart character uh, they, they end up in this like a uh, peaceful forest area and this guardian of the forest looks like a, like a giant deer. And it's, a, it's very big in like Norse mythology. And uh, I want to say Greek mythology as well. And I, I mentioned that before, lo and behold, like four months later, uh, an article comes out on Bulbapedia talking about that exact thing, the, the, the theory and not the theory, but the, uh, the lore and mythology, the legend behind um, these two legendary Pokemon uh, and the real world counterparts for them. I thought it was amazing that I I mentioned this before. I'm not trying to take credit for it or anything, but I did mention it in an unpublished episode of Pokedex Radio. And then they, they go ahead and they publish something. Uh, they wrote an article about it. And I thought it was just amazing. I mentioned this to a friend of mine and he was like, you should have published it. And I said, I know, you know, smack myself in the head for it every day. But anyways, we're going to be talking about Pokemon X and Y. But first things first, uh, E3 is coming up the electronic entertainment expo. Okay. It's, uh, there will be a showcase for the Pokemon games on June 11th. So we have a couple of weeks before that starts. Um, this is going to be a 90 minute panel, uh, that will include, uh, Junichi Masuda, which are, is one of the, uh, I want to say, who is he? I think he's one of the developers of the game or he is the, um, who is he? He's one of the founding members, uh, of, uh, game freak. And, uh, He's actually the game director and composer for the Pokemon games. There you go. I don't know why I didn't know that off the top of my head. I feel like a bad Pokemon person right now. Um, and also, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name again, but he is the uh, the CEO and uh, president of the Pokemon company. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but he will. they will both be there at E3 to talk about what seems like the new Pokemon X and Y games. There's going to be a Pokemon X and Y themed round table and Q and a on June 11th at 6 PM. And, um, this is going to be 6 PM at their time. So this is Nintendo's going to be hosting this. And this is going to be, this is actually a big deal. This is a first for Pokemon. Honestly, I don't know what they're going to finally reveal. Uh, there's a few things that I want to discuss in a few minutes that are possible. Uh, that these things that are might be true like fairy type things like that i don't want to get into that i don't want there to be a fairy type it'll be okay if there's a new type but honestly we'll, we'll get into it in a minute but again uh they will be ho- nintendo's plans for e3 they're going to be hosting a nintendo direct on june 11th at 6 p.m um at e3 um and they'll be discussing pokemon x and y with not only the president and ceo of of um of the pokemon company but as well one of the directors of the Pokemon game. Now, a lot of things have been revealed for the Pokemon X and Pokemon Y games. Uh, Four new Pokemon have been revealed so far. Um, Technically five if you want to count Mewtwo, and if you want to count also the um, uh, Sylveon, so six. Um, let's Let's just go down here with the possible... Uh it's an article from Poca Beach and they say they get this from a seemingly genuine source. Um, it's a little too long, don't feel like reading it right now kind of article, but I'm going to read there. I'm going to read off their um there they shortened this down. Again, this is from Poca Beach, not from me, not from my own personal research, but this is what is being so far right now unconfirmed and rumored but possibly genuine source. This is what's going on right now. Fairy will be a new type. Again, these are just rumors. They are unconfirmed at the moment. It is May 25th, 2013. It is unconfirmed at this moment. Fairy will be a new type. It is weak to poison and steel, immune to dragon, super effective against dragon, dark and fighting and fire and psychic Pokemon. I'm sorry. It is super effective against dragon, dark and fighting and Fire and Psychic Pokemon will take half damage from it. Sylveon is a Fairy type, and some older Pokemon will be reclassified as uh, Fairy, like Mawile being half Steel, half Fairy type. Mewtwo has two new forms, not just the one, and they they are both activated uh, through items. The professor's uh, English name, the professor in the game, is Patrice. Okay, I already don't like that part, but let's go on. The uh, st- uh, the starter final evolutions are Fire Psychic, Grass Dark, and Water Fighting. The first gym is Bug, the second is Fairy, and the fourth is Fighting. Here's a new one over here. Uh, a few attacks will be dual-typed, meaning, you know, let's say, for example, a Fire Slash Psychic attack. Okay. There will be a new type of battle style that flying type Pokemon and Pokemon with level uh, levitate can participate in. And you will see you'll be able to see a Pokemon's effort values at a certain in-game facility, and you'll be able to boost effort values through mini games. And it will take about two hours to get one stat to its max EVs. Now, those are the unconfirmed rumors that are out right at the moment. Let's go over them. Fairy type, I don't like it. <laughs> don't like it at all. Um, I, I probably wouldn't be against there being a new type, but the type of fairy makes no sense to me. Then again, if I were, let's say, if if I had an opinion about it back when the second uh, second generation games came out, to say a steel and a dark type, I probably would have been against it too. But I had no, I had no opinions at the time. I was. nine, ten years old, we'll we'll see what happens, let's see if this works, I know there was rumors to either be a light or fairy type, because there's already a dark type, but then again, you know, there are so many other uh, games similar to, let's say similar to Pokemon, like the, um, uh, like let's say Yu-Gi-Oh! in a way, there is a light and a dark type, you have to have one with the other, but in Pokemon, you already have one with the other, and sometimes it's some with one or one with others. Um, for example, like certain types being either strong or weak against other types. We already have plenty of this. Uh, there's, what, 16 types now, or, I'm, or I think 15 types now, one of the two? Adding a new Fairy type, yes, is going to change the battle dynamics, um, B- but it's weird because if a pokemon like mawile being half steel half fairy okay if fairy is supposedly resistant to fire types and mawile being half steel which are weak against uh fire types i know we've seen this already in other types that are you know half of its weak against uh you know um a one uh, half of its type is strong against whatever Pokemon is attacking it and the other half of its type isn't and it kind of cancels it out but still it, 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 to me this makes zero sense but we'll see what happens with if if it's true that there is a fairy type I don't think that there is I personally really don't then again I was wrong about the Mewtwo thing as well I don't know we'll see let's talk about Sylveon for a minute Sylveon is rumored to be this fairy type I have a feeling a big feeling that um I don't want to say it's flying type, but I have a feeling it's just a normal evolution. Uh, and I mean a normal type Pokemon. That is my big feeling. It can't be a Psychic. It can't be something we've already seen out of um, the uh, evolutions. You want to put it that way. We've seen Dark. We've seen Psychic. We've seen Grass. We've seen Ice. We've seen Water, Fire, and Electricity. There are only so many more that we can see. It's more than likely not a fighting type. Uh, obviously not a psychic. I mean, I don't want to say obviously not a psychic, but it can't be a psychic. Possibly a normal type. That is one thing we've never seen. A normal evolution of Eevee. How odd. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Eevee is the, uh, believe it, it's not the DNA Pokemon, something like that. But anyways, it, um, it can evolve with anything. So we'll see what happens. If it is a fairy type so be it if there is a fairy type so be it I, I don't know i don't want there to be a new type but we'll see what happens uh there's rumor that mewtwo will have two forms not just one and that they are activated through items um mewtwo having two forms and uh, okay we'll, we'll see with that we'll see i'm already i'm already kind of against mewtwo already having one form in the in the first in its first place but we'll see okay we already see plenty of other pokemon that have other forms. We see Shaman has its um, ha- has a, has a form. We see Deoxys, uh, Deoxys being a like alien genetic weird thing, um, already having four forms. Okay, uh, on top of what we originally what we thought was the original form in in itself. Um, what do the Pokemon have forms that I can think of at the top of my head right now? None that I can think of off the top of my head right now, but we've seen Deoxys and now uh, Mewtwo and before with Shaman as well. We'll see what happens. I don't think there will be two forms. I don't think there should be two forms, but we'll see. The professor's name, um, English name, being Patrice. Okay. Let me do a quick Google search, actually. All right. I just wanted to see if this was a type of tree. No. There is no such. Well, then again, maybe. Hang on, hang on, give me a second. No. Patrice. No, nope, that's a person. Um, okay. Patrice isn't a type of tree. Okay, we have oak. We have elm. We have rowan. We have. Those are the only ones I can think of at the top of my head right now again. Okay, we have all these professors named after trees. All right. Patrice isn't a tree what's what's up with that I know they're trying to go with a French angle because yes the game it takes place in a Pokemon version of France I get it but or at least Paris um no no actually I think the the region looks like France uh, if I remember correctly I don't I don't have a, a map pulled up in front of me but yeah there you go yeah it does look like France it looks like a star sort of and I guess eh, if you want to say France kind of looks like a star go ahead but okay Patrice being the name, mm, it's it's not a tree uh, i I'm not I'm not a I'm not digging this. I don't, I don't get what's going on with, uh, with Nintendo and what they're, what they're doing. Um, all right. The next one, the starter final evolutions are both fires are, are all dual types. They're final evolutions, fire, psychic, grass, dark, and water fighting. I swear if the new final evolution of the fire type is half fighting, I will smack somebody at Nintendo. I really, I really will. All of them have been half. I think, um, are all the fire types dual type? No, um. Okay, Blaziken was dual type. I think the only non-dual type fire starter was probably Typhlosion. The rest of them have been, okay, Charizard is fire flying. Originally, he was a single type of just fire, but then with yellow, because he has wings, they made him half uh, flying as well. Um or I think he was half, I don't even remember. It's It's been such a long time since I played the original games. Um, I mean the original black and white. I mean not black and white. The original red and blue games. Um, but anyways, fire psychic. I like it. I, I like this possibility of of this type. Then again, I would already. Cl- I would if I were just to look at the uh, the uh, the Fennekin Pokemon, the fire starter. I would say he's already half psychic. He looks that way, or it looks that way. He or she um, for the uh, the ne- for the grass type to be half dark. It's a new, it's a new change. This looks nice. Water fighting. I'm kind of tired of the whole fighting aspect of a starter Pokemon, but it's a difference with water fighting. We'll see. I actually like this part. Okay. The gyms, first gym is bug. I think we've already seen that once before. Did we? No, no. That was the second gym in the second generation. It was a bug type. That's fine. I'm cool with that. Second gym being a fairy type. We've already discussed fairy types. The gyms really don't have to do much with anything. The fourth gym being fighting. Fine, whatever, let's move on. Uh, A few attacks will be dual-typed. Interesting change to the combat um, aspect of of the games. I don't exactly know what will come of it if if this is true. Um, For combat to be uh, to, for combat moves really to be dual typed uh, and at the same time let, let's let's pull that in with there is a new type of battling style that only flying Pokemon and Pokemon level levitate can participate in I don't know what that means I mean what is it like a, like a, a floating stage or something like that like, I, I don't know what's going on um, but we'll see it's, it seems interesting if there is a new type of battling style that flying Pokemon and Pokemon level, Levitate can participate in? I want to say Levelator for some reason, but anyways, that only these types of Pokemon can participate in? What about all the other Pokemon? Is there a different type of battling style that only Pokemon that can stay on the ground can participate in? I, I don't know. You, you see what I'm trying to get at? So I, I don't know. We'll see what happens with these dual type attacks and the, and this possible new type of battling style. But it does seem interesting, you know, Pokemon like a flying type Pokemon. What what do you? They fly into the air. Pokemon with levitate just kind of levitate up to that other Pokemon. I don't know. We'll see what goes on. Um, you were able to? Uh, then, uh, the last one here was that you'll be able to see a Pokemon's effort values at a certain in-game facility. And um, I- I'm I'm not against this. Uh, this seems interesting because we've already seen stuff like uh, even from the very beginning, like the, um, the the medicines that you can give a Pokemon to raise their effort values, like carbos, like iron, like protein. Um, EVs have been around since forever. Now that there's more, a, a more, uh, more likely to be competitive battling. I don't see this as a bad thing for in, for you, you to be able to check in game your Pokemon's effort values, but for them to be able to be boosted, uh, through mini games, that's a little different. I'm not going to be against it as well. Um, but for it only to take about two hours to get one Pokemon's, um, uh, maximum effort values a little, little bit different but and then again everything that we talked about just now from this poke beach article ha, are just rumors even they already say at poke beach the um uh the writer of this author of this article uh whoever po- a water pokemon master is over at poke beach i'm, I'm assuming he's probably the uh the, the webmaster there or something like that or whoever, probably like a person like me who puts only uh, only the, uh, puts all, all all of the articles up on Boca Beach. He claims he goes. I don't want to look like a complete fool if all of this is fake. If fairy type and anything else abo- uh in the above comments uh, in the above comes to be true in the next few weeks, he'll put up the rest of the information. If all of this is fake, well, at least I don't get a potential source go to waste. Okay, at least he tried to deliver potentially real and substantial news, and I commend him for that. Or her, whatever. I think it's a guy. Um, I remember reading an article about about him once, uh, the the webmaster here, the uh, the page admin over at Poke Beach. So, anyway, uh, that's that's a lot of this stuff. Um, I'm cool with some of it. I'm not cool with some of it. Let me know your opinions. We still have more to talk about. Uh, again, you can always email me PokeDEXRadio. I'm sorry. Wow. Feedback at PokeDEXRadio.com. Uh, but let's take a quick break and we'll go over other stuff right after this. If you guys have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch, check out our app by searching FSPR in the iTunes Store. You can download our podcast without having to sync with your computer. Again, search FSPR in the iTunes Store to get the Pokedex Radio podcast app. Alright, now let's discuss some real news about the uh, Pokemon X and Y games. These are updates to the the news that we've seen over the past couple of weeks already. If you've already seen these articles, go ahead, sue me. I just haven't published an episode in like two weeks. So anyways, let's go ahead with this. Um, so th- some of the things we already know about the game. Uh, we already have seen some new Pokemon, uh, about six new Pokemon, including Sylveon, Mewtwo, and uh, the four that I'm about to discuss with you now. Um, we know the game takes place in a Pokemon version of France, uh, which a little bit different, but we've already seen a lot of international type things in the games, even from the very first generation, if you go back and look at it. Uh there is a guy, uh, now that I've been doing this all region challenge thing, if you go onto the SSN, there is a guy, um, okay, walking into the SSN, just getting onto the ship, you walk straight to the Hey, okay, you're looking at your DS or you're looking at your Game Boy Advance, whatever you're playing on. You walk straight even from the even from black and uh, black and white, even from red and blue, you walk straight to the left. You walk into the first uh you walk into the room at the end of the hall there. There's a guy that says he is from uh he doesn't say international police, but he says uh something to that effect that he is from a, a police organization that takes care of, you know, stuff like Interpol would. Um he mentions that all the way back then. I think this is interesting. Uh and then we see with the Platinum, uh, the Diamond Pearl and Platinum games where you're able to uh learn phrases in other languages like German and French and Italian, things like that and Spanish as well uh thought this was I thought, I thought this was interesting and then with the inclusion of um a New York themed uh region I thought this was amazing there you go showing the Pokemon world in a more realistic uh aspect uh showing it as if this was a real world all in itself I think it's amazing I love it I don't know let's go on so this new region, uh um a French-based region called uh Kalos. Um it, it seems pretty interesting. Um it is uh shaped like a star. Um here you can uh find many different things. One of the things that I do like about this uh, about this region, like I said, it's kind of based off of France, and you see somewhat of an Eiffel Tower type of thing there. But um I don't know, it's it's not exactly the Eiffel Tower, but this uh tower is supposed to be some sort of iconic structure in the Pokemon X and Y games, what it's supposed to symbolize, what it's supposed to represent, I don't know. But um, there are, let's see, these Pokemon add up uh, to the, all right, there's already more than 640 Pokemon. We've already seen, let's talk about, um, let's talk about some of the ones that we've already seen. We've already seen the starters. I forgot to mention those before. We've already seen the three starters. We've seen Sylveon, we've seen the new Mewtwo form. Here are four new ones. This one is an electric type, electric and normal type, excuse me, um, called uh, helioptile. Okay, helioptile, I don't know, reminds me of a dinosaur. Um, It knows a new move called parabolic charge, which I think is kind of interesting. They're kind of bringing in like all these different types of aspects of things like, um, then again, they could be just like needing new words and new names for things, but the word, you know, parabola is kind of interesting to me. Already, you know, gone through college, I, I took uh, statistics and, uh, and uh, not statistics, what am I talking about? I still got a trigonometry, and uh, in trigonometry, you learn things like parabolas, and even in algebra, like and stuff in high school, uh, I learned things like this. But being like, like an audio type of guy, we learned about things like uh, parabolas and uh, sine waves and cosine waves and tangent waves, all these different things. Um, and just things I'm trying to even learn on my own right now. Uh, even just how microphones work, you get to learn things like this. It's interesting. Anyways, this move is called <laughs> this new move is called parabolic charge. I'm um, assuming it's an elect- uh, electric move, of course. Now, uh, in this new move, uh, your Pokemon attacks everything around it, and your uh, HP is restored by half of the damage taken by those hit. So it's very similar to like a Giga Drain or a, a, an Absorb or a Leech Life, um, but I think Giga Drain is the one that actually takes half. Uh, heals you by half so it's an interesting move now this is a uh, again the pokemon is called helioptile is a uh, half normal and half electric type um all right uh the uh, i'm assuming this might be a new uh starter flying type pokemon like pidgey like um what what other pokemon were there uh that were flying types like swallow things like that it's called fletchling it's a normal flying type pokemon and uh Let's see the uh one interesting thing about this pokemon, uh through leveling up, I'm assuming it can learn the fire type move flame charge um now in addition in addition to doing damage with this move, flame charge, obviously, uh I think we have the move already I think my uh my uh Zepstryka knows this move actually um your speed increases every time, yeah, yeah, flame charge. I'm sorry, this isn't a new move. Sorry, let's just move on from there. Um, so yeah, your speed increases every time you use this move. And I'm assuming this is probably going to be an extremely fast bird type Pokemon. Usually they are pretty fast anyways, but let's move on from here. This new move, this new Pokemon is a fighting type Pokemon called Pancham. And uh, it looks like a panda. It's a fighting type punch, panda, Pancham. Okay, anyways, Um, so it has a, uh, let's see. Pancham can learn to, uh, a brand new move called Parting Shot, which not only lowers your opponent's attack and special attack, which is nice, uh, but also allows Pancham to switch out for another Pokemon in a trainer's party during battle. I want to say kind of like a U-turn type of move um, that lower. It's a lowers, I'm assuming it's a fighting type move, um, similar to U-turn, you attack, your Pokemon returns to you, you get to throw out something else. Interesting. Uh, again, this move is called uh, Parting Shot. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see exactly how this works at a later time. The main Pokemon that I really wanted to talk about today is Go Goat. Go Goat is a um, your new bike, your new running shoes. I don't know how to call it. Um, anyways, you can ride on this Pokemon. It is a goat. Um, I mean, it looks like a looks like a ram actually, but anyways, this Pokemon is called Go Goat. It is a Grass type Pokemon, and it is uh, supposedly uh, a reliable way to travel. Um, uh, through certain parts of the new city. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Even though I took four years of French. Um, Lumois city. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, my French is completely dead right now. I'm trying to actually relearn French with a friend of mine. But we're not really doing too too good at it. Anyways. Um, in battle. this um, uh, The Go-Goat Pokemon has a new move called Horn Leech. Which recovers HP equal to half of the damage dealt by this move. Similar to the Parabolic Charge move. I don't know if we're going to be seeing a new moves that it will heal your Pokemon while doing damage. It's, uh, we've already seen a couple of moves like this from Grass-type Pokemon already. Um, and we've seen other moves that do the opposite. You do damage, you get hit, like Double-Edge, like, um, well, not Slam. I can't think of the move that does damage. Not It's not Double-Edge. I'm thinking of something else. Anyways. Um we've already seen moves like this. Maybe we'll see uh, a change in, uh, like I said, we've already we might be seeing a change in the battle aspect with a possible new flying type, levitating type battle style. I don't know. We'll see exactly what happens at a later time. Some other interesting things about, uh, about this game, you're actually able to change uh, your skin tone and hair tone. Uh, There are three different, uh, let's see, look at this over here. There are three different uh, tones. You can, you can choose either your, blonde hair blue eyes um pale white kid or you are a uh, it looks like a just darker hair brown eyes doesn't it doesn't look as pale maybe it's a little bit of color kid or you could be a, a dark skin dark hair brown eyes person um so i thought this was interesting i mean we have already seen the change between either you can either play as a boy or only a boy From the original games or you can play as a girl in the newer games which is interesting i mean we've had this since pokemon crystal so at least uh, they were able to bring in uh not only not only just the boys who are only playing pokemon but obviously girls played pokemon at the time as well i knew i knew plenty that did um but now we have you're able to change your hair color your skin color in the game you're not able to do let's say a blonde with darker hair i don't think that's not what it doesn't seem like they're, they're offering that option, but at least it's, it's something to reach out to other players saying, Oh, you're not just, you know, however these characters look, you, you look like an individual person. So I think this is interesting. Uh, you can do this with not only the boy character, but the girl character. Um, she has uh, obviously, you know, there's a blonde hair. I think she's, I want to say green eyed from what I see from here. I can't see that well. Um, and I, That's all I can blow it up. Anyways, okay. So uh, blonde hair, light eyes, light skin, or um, light brown hair, dark eyes, light skin, or dark hair, dark skin, brown eyes. Interesting. We'll see how this, uh, how it works. I I don't really care who I choose as long as I'm playing Pokemon, you know. Okay, uh, one thing that might be interesting as well that you might actually be, uh, that you're actually going to be able to change your outfit later on in the game to change what you're wearing, change things like that. I, I thought that is interesting. Obviously, other things are interesting about this game. Full 3D. The battle animations look amazing. The cityscape looks amazing. Um, I, I, I don't know what else to say about this game. It looks like a, looks like a, oh, 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 diagonal movement. That's a big deal. Okay. It's been how many years? And now we're getting diagonal movement. That is funny. Um, I saw a uh, <laughs> a picture on Facebook about this, and it was like, you know, it was like somebody crying, saying, "Oh my God, there's diagonal movement now." I think that's interesting, that finally we get to move in new ways with this Pokemon game. Um, let's see what else. I mean, everything just looks amazing. If if you look at some of the screenshots here, I'll put obviously the uh, the links up to these articles that I'm looking at, the pictures that I'm looking at up at PokedexRadio.com/slash/forty-two. Um, but it seems like it goes over a lot of the ba- a lot of the basic things in the game that we've already seen people have shadows oh this is interesting she has like a shadow and it's coming from the sunlight is coming from that direction I want to uh, I want to see a uh, a day and night aspect to these games because we haven't really seen it in, in a while honestly not since the uh uh heart golden soul silver games um and even even before but I mean yes we have a clock yes we can do things like that but there's not really a big day night aspect in a lot of these games um uh but i i i didn't i do enjoy seeing those kinds of things uh in the pokemon games as well anyways battle animations look look amazing um just overworld oh there's cars there's cars i don't think we can use them but there's cars then again we are 10 years old so never mind uh just a lot of a lot of interesting cool things about this game um things that we might be seeing in the future things that we are going to be seeing in the future. I think this is interesting that they are going uh, more international with, uh, with a French aspect of it with this new Kalos region. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens in the, uh, in the near future. We'll see what they announce at E3 in just, what is it? 16 days. Now it's going to be on June 11th. Did I say, when is it? Where's the article? June 11th is when, uh, this will be, um, June eleventh at six PM. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not going to play the video; it's just you can hear the audio. It's going to be kind of ridiculous. You're probably just going to hear music off of it, but we'll see what exactly happens. We'll see what more there is coming for this new Pokemon X and Y game. Um, obviously, we've just we've just touched the tip of the iceberg here. There is so much more with this new game. There has to be. I mean, with 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 black and white. Like with with the big evolution steps that they make. How huh, evolution, but they make big evolution steps between each game, from red, blue, and yellow to gold and silver. When they introduced the day excuse me, when they introduced the day night aspect of the game. They introduced the radio. They introduced the phone to the game. Very good. Moving on to uh, the uh, Ruby and Sapphire games. They took away the day night aspect. I didn't like that. They just completely you know Too bad, so sad kind of deal. Uh, Even though they still had an internal clock in the games, as we've already discussed in the last episode. Um, Well, actually, I'm going to mention that later as well. But as we discussed in the last episode, the internal clocks do run dry. Certain time-based events cannot run through on the Game Boy Advance version of the games if you don't have this internal clock. kind of sucks, but oh well. Um, Obviously, with DS games, this doesn't happen. Uh, Jumping from Generation 3 and and the remake of Generation 1 um which is a little bit ridiculous i'm just going to say the fact that you can't evolve uh, in your um fire Red and leaf green games you cannot evolve your golbat into a crobat until after you beat the elite four and get the national pokedex Ugh, I, don't, I don't know whose idea that was uh i never re- i never had that problem until just now going through this all region challenge anyways talking about the evolution of the games again um so jumping from the Generation 3 games to the Generation 4 of Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Huge step uh, in Pokemon, honestly. Not only there being um, a global trading center, you can trade with anybody all over the world. Amazing. Uh, obviously, much updated graphics, much needed updated graphics, um, but still looking very similar. Uh, still keeping along with the, the core values of Pokemon. And then from the jump from there to uh, black and white... And then black and white too, which are very similar. Uh, Honestly, what we see next with these X and Y games, we've already seen so much already. But again, this just has to be the tip of the iceberg. Uh, They will see a lot more in the upcoming weeks, especially with that E3 event. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what is said. And I will bring it to you on the Pokedex radio podcast. But that's it for the main topics for today. Let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. Today's Pokemon of the episode is Pokemon number four hundred and eleven, Bastiodon. Uh, Bastiodon is a Rock and Steel type Pokemon. It is a Pokemon that can be revived from a fossil. Actually, let's get it this way. Shieldon is its uh is the uh, base level form of it. It can be it can be the one re- revived from a fossil. It Can be revived from the shield. Uh, sorry, shield fossil. Is, is that right? I'm sorry, armor fossil. Shieldon shield fossil armor, same thing. It can be re- revived from the armor fossil, um, and it evolves into Shieldon. I'm sorry, into Bastiodon at level thirty. Now, in uh, the Black and White two games, there's uh, before we get to the about the fossil in the Black and White two games, you can actually trade for a Shieldon. But the only thing is, you have to have. Um, let's see where, where is this uh, article? Okay, you have to have the male character. Okay, so uh, with, um, with the black and white two games, if your, pl- if your player's gender is male, you have to uh, find a character named Yancey, okay? Um, let's see, where is Yancey? Uh, Yancey can be found in uh, Nimbasa City behind the Battle Institute. She can be found in, uh, in, in uh, different uh, places, actually, but uh, Nimbasa City is the one they actually mention here. On the um, uh, the net article about about shield on but here since i haven't played through black and white two yet I'm waiting to go ahead and do my all region challenge to go ahead and play through them uh it is said so that she can be found in other locations um or even the, the male counterpart if you're playing as the female uh the male counterpart uh to Yancey is and I exited out of it i'm sorry um I can't think of the name right now anyways um so you can trade a Yancey to get a shield on, but you get one Pokemon every, um, every day from her that you can trade. Exactly what you do have to trade for her, I'm not exactly sure. It says any Pokemon, so I'm, I'm assuming she goes, hey, do you have this Pokemon? Do you want to trade? And then you go and trade her. Now, she can be found in different locations. Let me just, let me just rattle them off really quickly to you. Um, it says Yancey will automatically call the player on any one of 15 specific spots. They can only be triggered once. Nimbasa City, behind the Battle Institute, in Driftvale City, on top of the Northern Hill, below the worker guarding the Clay Tunnel entrance, in uh, Town, on the the path behind the Northern House towards the Hill with the Firestone, Uh, in Mastralion City, uh, Undella Town, um, Lacunosa Town, Route 5, Route 6, 7, 9, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 16. Okay, and she will trade you uh, one of, I believe that's 10 different Pokemon, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. One of twelve different Pokemon, excuse me. One of them just so happens to be a Shield On. This is one way to get the Shield On to level fifty. It can be either male or female. It'll be holding an old gâteau, which is the French for old cake. Uh, it'll have its hidden ability of soundproof, uh, a random nature, original trainer Yancy, ID one zero three zero three. Anyways. So that is one way to get shield on the black and white two games, or you can revive it from the armor fossil way to get the armor fossil. Where are you? Uh, the way to get the armor fossil is, um, uh, in the, uh, black, white, black and white two games. Uh, there's a worker in the ice rock, uh, room of the twist uh, of twist mountain. Uh, he hands out a random fossil from previous generations. Um, including uh one of them is including the armor fossil he hands out once per day if you bring it to the uh Nacrene museum you it'll be revived regenerated into a shieldon now like i said before shieldon evolves into basiodon at level 30 it has one ability uh at at the moment at least um and a hidden ability so two not three like other pokemon that i've mentioned before um basiodon has one ability is sturdy the Pokemon is unaffected by one-hit knockout moves. Um, it is a little bit different in Generation 5. In Generation 5, it has not only is unaffected by one-hit knockout moves, but the Pokemon also cannot be knocked out when it has full HP. So let's say you get hit by a super effective move. Your Pokemon's going out, get to out, get knocked out by a move that is not a one-hit KO move, but it's still going to be knocked out in general. It will not be knocked out in Generation 5. Actually, I thought that's what the ability originally did, but now I guess they tweaked it for Generation Five to actually do that. Interesting. Whatever. His hidden ability is Soundproof, which is unaffected by sound moves. Um, and if the Pokemon switches out with Baton Pass, Paris so- a Parish Song uh, against the switched out uh, Pokemon will not be nullified. Um, so if you if you get a if you get hit with Parish Song to your Bastiodon and you switch out with Baton Pass. Um, the pokemon coming out will be affected with the parish song anyways um so unaffected by sound moves stuff like screech growl um other moves that have sound like roar things like that are do not affect bastiodon or Shieldon. put it that way uh bastiodon's uh base stats hp of 60 attack 52 defense huge at 168 special attack 47 special defense huge at 138 and a speed of 30 is mostly a defender type Pokemon obviously if, uh, you know being regenerated from the armor fossil bastiodon and Shieldon, you know very defensive Pokemon um, can obviously learn a, lo- a lot of good attacks as well but also learns things like endure um, can learn other moves like uh, take down uh, see so block user blocks the targets way with arms spread wide to prevent escape um, a Pokemon that's really based off of blocking and shielding stuff. Um, not exactly the strongest Pokemon, but for a good, uh, a good defender Shieldon is a good Pokemon to choose. Um, okay. Being rock and steel. Let's see if he's a, uh, anything is super effective against him. Ground is super effective and fighting is super effective as well as water. Uh, but water, not as much as fighting or ground. Uh, fighting is a uh, fighting and ground or both, um, are both, uh, times four because it is a rock and steel. Rock is already times two. Steel makes that times two times two, two times two is four. Anyways, uh, water as well. So anyways, Bastiodon, Pokemon number 411, the shield Pokemon. So that is it for the Pokemon of the episode today. Let's get into my little talk after the show, right after this. For listeners of the Pokedex Radio Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download along with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com flashlightstudios. Again, that is audibletrial.com flashlightstudios for your free audiobook and your opportunity to support the show for free. And if you guys have an iPhone, iPad or iPod Touch, check out our app by searching FSPR in the iTunes store. You can then download the podcast without having to sync with your computer. Again, search FSPR in the iTunes store to get the Pokedex Radio podcast app. Now that is pretty much it for today's show. Uh, I didn't make an ad for my Amazon account thing. If you want to go ahead and buy anything from there, uh, right now, I only have uh, Pokemon games there, a few Pokemon games there, not a lot of things. I think I put uh, the 3DS, things like that. So if you're looking to buy things like that, go ahead, check out the uh, the Amazon store that I have at pokedexradio.com uh, slash store. Anyway, so yeah, if you'd like to go ahead and check that out, go ahead to, yes, pokedexradio.com slash store, and it'll take you straight to my Amazon affiliate store, um, and you could buy Stuff from me there. Um, you don't get any, you know, discounts. You don't get any. Uh, it's not more expensive. It's still buying from Amazon. The only difference is, I get a, a small kickback from it. it. you know, it's a win-win situation. Regardless, if you're still, if you're going to try to buy something, just buy it from my store. Anyway, so uh, one thing I did want to talk about. Um, you know, let's get into the Facebook really fast so I can uh, go over uh, this message that was sent to me uh from an old time listener that he was asking about the um one of the berry glitches that uh we were talking about in the last uh, episode okay so in episode 41 i was talking about uh the fact that my internal battery has run dry in my um ruby sapphire and emerald games that time based events will not occur in some cases this would be considered the berry glitch if your battery still works just fine inside of your game it's called a berry glitch um now there is a a a fix a patch to this glitch where you you need to have either two game boy advances and a game link cable uh along with either emerald fire red or leaf green i'm sorry i don't think emerald has this glitch but uh uh, definitely, Ruby and I uh, no, Yeah, Ruby and Sapphire are the only games that have this glitch. You need to have either Emerald, Ruby, or Sapphire, uh Well, you need to have either Emerald, Fire Red, or Leaf Green to fix it, or uh, the Colosseum bonus disc, and that'll fix it as well. Uh, luckily, I have all of the things I need to fix it. So, what happens in this Berry glitch? I believe it's after one hundred hours of uh, gameplay time, your game will glitch by the clock will pretty much run run out. It'll it'll say a hundred hours has gone by, no more time can go by right now. Um, If you link the the glitched game with the the updated game, it'll have a a patch for the game. So you link the two games together, you put in a button code if you press uh, select and B on the title screen for the Fire Red and Leaf Green games, right? So you turn on the first Game Boy Advance with Fire Red, Leaf Green, or Emerald in your game, okay? Um, you hit select and B on the title screen where you would see either Charizard or Venusaur, right? It'll automatically come up with a new screen and you follow the instructions from there, which pretty much you have to. Uh, then plug in another Game Boy Advance. Uh, with the glitched game in it and then like, as you turn on as soon as you turn on the game once the Pokemon I went to the Game Boy Advance symbol thing comes up where the Game Boy symbol comes up hit select and start at the same time and it'll take you through the process of um, uh, Transferring the patch to your game Now this will fix it, but in the event that your battery really does run dry um, it, it cannot be fixed So, or if you have the Colosseum bonus disc um, from the Pokemon XD game, uh, it's the Pokemon XD girl of darkness, something like that. It's one of the, one of the uh, discs, one of the discs from the, uh, from the uh, Game Boy. uh, Wow. What am I talking about? Where am I going with this from the GameCube generation Pokemon games came with a bonus disc where you get Jirachi. I've mentioned many times before that I do have this disc and I believe I even gave out uh, um, a Jirachi to the. The winner, well, he's not my friend, Alex, um, uh, who did the, uh, the artwork for the Pokedex Radio when we had that contest a couple years ago. And so I um, became friends with him and stuff like that. Anyways, so if you, tran- if you transfer the Jirachi to your Ruby or Sapphire game, the glitch is supposed to be fixed. And if I remember correctly, I don't remember correctly, actually, I think you are notified once you do receive the Jirachi that, that um, the berry glitch has been patched and this is a known thing that's why they put it in the games um but once your battery really does run dry because they run on uh, like watch batteries inside the inside the um Game Boy Advance games once that runs dead your, your your batteries are truly dead and once they really really run dead that means you can't even save anymore and um I know a lot of people have had that problem with their old um red blue and yellow games and gold silver and crystal games that you're just not able to save anymore so uh, so thank you Jared from the, from the Facebook for at least letting me know about that. Cause I did forget to mention the Barry glitch in the last episode. Um, so this could be a solution to some of you who do have, um, who, who, when you turn on your game, it says a time-based events cannot occur. Either this fixes it or it doesn't. And you just have to replace your battery. I'm not going to replace my battery. Like I, like I mentioned before, I'm just going to play through the game and just, uh, kind of, Forget about the time-based events. But this is the berry glitch for the Ruby and Sapphire games. That is a fix for it. If you don't get that fixed, Nintendo won't do anything for you. Uh, because the games are, quote-unquote, too old to do maintenance on, for now. Uh, hopefully, they do come out with a new uh, black and... Uh, I'm sorry, a new... I keep saying black and white for everything today. I don't know why. Um, a new a, um, Ruby, and Sapphire, Ruby and Sapphire or third-generation remake sometime soon possibly for the Nintendo 3DS like I talked about in the last show but that is pretty much it for today's episode I think I mentioned everything I wanted to talk about uh, for today Uh, so if you want to contact me again you can email me at pokedex oh my goodness you can email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com you can either message me on the Facebook where you can find the links to everything at pokedexradio.com for today's episode, you can find it at pokedexradio.com com slash uh, 42. If you have any comments, questions, things you'd like me to, to talk about, email it to me, share it with me on Facebook. Um, go to Facebook.com slash Pokedex Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at FS Austin VO. Uh, I think you can follow the Pokedex Radio uh, as well on Twitter, even though I don't use that Twitter. You can at Pokedex Radio. Um, I don't use that Twitter, but anyways. Um oh, Real quickly before we go, something I did share uh, on the Facebook that there might be Go Goat babies. So whatever Go Goat, if I'm assuming Go Goat might be a um, um the uh, final either maybe the final evolution of this Pokemon, but there are Go Goat babies. If you go to the Facebook, I shared a link to possible Go kids. Anyways. Um, so that's it for today's episode. Uh, I think that's really all I wanted to talk about. Can't think of it right now. Um, kind of sorry I didn't do an episode last week. I had a lot of stuff. Even this week, I had a lot of stuff going on, and I'm, that's why I'm recording on a Saturday, not a Thursday, like I usually do. But that's it for today. Uh, Again, okay, my name is Austin. Letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time. This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013 Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com.